The Don't Shoot the Messenger podcast is proudly supported by Red Energy, awarded Australia's most trusted energy provider by CanStar three times. Maybe it's time you switch to Red. And for Prince Wine Store, Bank Street, South Melbourne and delivering Australia-wide, princewinestore.com.au. Dear Caro and Corrie, for LO Botanicals, Tasmanian all-natural botanical facial oils. And welcome to our bonus episode of Dear Caro and Corrie. Yes, we want you to send Caro and Corrie your dilemmas. Perhaps there's a little personal or family issue, maybe a workplace issue that you would like some advice or at least some suggestions on. And of course, each week, a lucky listener is going to win a beautiful prize pack from Ello Botanicals, all natural Australian made facial oils, completely endorsed by the Don't Shoot the Messenger team because we're all completely hooked. And Carol and Corrie, joining me re- remotely, you were very excited when the uh, little delivery of Ello Botanicals came in this week, weren't you? <laughs> Jane, it has saved my face. Thank you to Ello Botanicals. Uh, it, as everybody knows, I've just got back from plane travel, which kills your complexion. Like I don't know about you, Caro and Jane, but if I travel for a long period of time on a tra- on a plane, my skin dries out. And um, just having put this on last night and again today, it's really wonderful. And Jane, good tip from um, Anna from the Op Shop: use it as hand cream or hand oil. It's really good for the back of your hands, Corrie. Just a little tip there. I thought your hands looked all right to me when we finally caught up, but maybe they could use a bit of a pep up with the old LO botanicals. <laughs> yeah, I did notice that on their Instagram feed, uh, the suggestion as a little cuticle oil as well. So you can follow LO botanicals on Instagram and send us your questions to feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au. You can remain anonymous because some of these things are a little bit sensitive. So Caro and Corrie, this one from Julie Kay in WA. Dear Karen and Corrie, as two working women who have built their own careers, I would appreciate your perspective on an issue that has arisen with a good family friend. My friend's daughter, who is in her late 30s, has announced her engagement. Needless to say, my friend is thrilled and can't wait to welcome her new son-in-law to the family. Her daughter is a remarkable young woman who has always been career-focused and driven, has worked her way into a good position in her legal firm, and from what I gather, has been financially savvy and invested wisely. I asked my friend if she'd spoken to her daughter about getting a prenuptial agreement prior to the wedding, a suggestion that was met with almost horror. An awkward conversation followed in which she seemed to think a legal financial agreement between the two soon-to-be-weds would kill the romance and somehow doom the relationship as it implied her daughter thought it wouldn't be forever. I was taken aback as I thought my friend would want to ensure her daughter's financial security regardless of the success of her marriage. For context, the fiancé is a relatively successful artist now, but is in no way as financially stable as his partner. Should I have a conversation with my friend's daughter, we're relatively close, and at least put the conversation on the table? I worry her mum's slightly traditional opinions have influenced her and she'll regret it if the relationship were to end one day. Love the podcast, Julie Kay from WA, a twice-divorced woman, if you must know. (laughs) Oh, look... I don't know about you, Corrie, but Julie Kay, I I would leave things be. I would definitely take the fifth on this one. I think prenuptial agreements are fraught with problems. They've been known to end marriages before they began, maybe because the marriage was in trouble or the impending marriage was in trouble in the first place. But um, I wouldn't go to this girl who's engaged, I'm assuming for the first time, to someone she clearly loves 
and throw any spanner into the works, particularly if she's not a family member. Over to you, Corrie. Well, Caro, look, having been through a, a divorce, uh, although not twice like Julie, I think probably Julie is being swayed by her own personal experience and I think that is really important in the discussion here because it's very hard to tell people who have, and I don't know what Julie's friend, her position, the mother of the girl, whether she's been through this before or not, I don't know. But certainly Julie is coming from a position of experience and uh, and we don't know what that experience was, but I think we have to factor that in when we're, we're thinking about this. I don't see this as an interfering busybody situation at all. I see this as somebody who has possibly been burnt or hit or had a had an experience through her two previous divorces that she's wanting to share. But, Carol, I do agree with you. Um, bringing it up is, is really fraught. It's very personal. You know, it's very, yep. very personal, these conversations. I think Julie's friend could have the discussion with her daughter, but I think for Julie to come in sort of unannounced, as it were, without her friend's encouragement or pre-introduction or discussion with the daughter look would you like to have a discussion with julie about this because she's been through it before i just think unless you're invited julie don't and there is something wonderful about the romance surrounding an engagement and all families feel happy and joy and it just is a bit of a negative tone that perhaps you just don't want to bring in at this stage but but certainly I think there are ways that Julie can dance around the topic of divorce. <laughs> but, but Corrie, not... she's already done that. She's done that with the mother. Yes, the mother and I didn't think, appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. I think, Julie, silence is golden. I agree you're not trying to be interfering or busybody. I understand that. You're doing it out of a place of kindness, as Corrie said. But, yeah, it, well, I mean, it is. Julie, you want to be asked for the engagement party, don't you? At this rate, you're... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, I, I just think, you know, really, if you're not a family member, you, you've voiced your opinion. If she thinks it's impo- important, she can mention it to her daughter. But no, I think that I would let bygones be bygones. If something does go wrong, it's not going to help that you said anything. I, I just think stay out of it. Well, and, and Caro, the other point that I would make to Julie too is that we have to trust our law courts. Uh, you know, we have to we have to trust that if there is, and God forbid, and we hope this doesn't happen, but if there is a breakdown in the marriage, that both parties will be able to negotiate their way with the assistance of professional advice and professional help and the laws. So I do understand paternity. Uh, I do understand prenup. Sorry, prenup situations when there are real complications. You know, maybe. The partners coming together have children separately. Maybe there's a there's a, a vast amount of wealth on one side or the other. Maybe there's property interests one side or the other. And sometimes those situations can be helpful. But that has to come from the couple, not from outsiders. Here, here, Corrie. We're not talking about Gina Reinhardt marrying someone from the streets. It doesn't sound like off the streets, and no offence to either Gina Reinhardt or people who live on the street. But I I do think that um, it doesn't sound like, Corrie, as you say, there are children involved, certainly not on the girls' side. And I say again, you want to be part of the celebration. You don't need to be the voice of caution here. You need to be a friend, a supportive friend. Yeah, and also I think too, and I and I this has happened to me, 
at different times, not not frequently. But if somebody has been going through a marriage issue or indeed not too long ago somebody's child was going through a marriage issue, the friend will say, oh, look, Corey's been through this, you know, I'll talk to her about it. Julie, you're, you, have a, you have a capacity to share not just with this this some um, family, but also with others, you know, your own experiences. And I think they are really valuable, but only when you're called upon, <laughs> only when somebody says, oh, can I have a chat to you because I'm in a bit of a difficult position, we're separating and I don't know what to do with my super. Or, um, you know, Julie, how you've been through this before. How can I secure my kids' education? Their dad and I are separating. You know, that's, I think, a great role for you to be able to play through your experience. But, yes, I would just, um, I would just keep my silence, as Kara said. Well, a fantastic question uh, from Julie in WA. Great to have listeners from WA contacting us. And if you would like to get your question to Caro and Corrie, you can do it anonymously, trust me, uh, to feedback at don'tshootpod.com.au. And they don't have to be that meaty. can just be really simple little moral dilemmas or personal questions you'd like to ask. And each week, LO Botanicals sending out a wonderful prize pack. Follow them on Instagram. The links are in the show notes and send us your dilemma thanks caro and thanks corey we'll see you back in the studio next week thanks jane don't shoot the messenger everyone